This is Halo Hooker, Mickey Moore Podcast, episode 52, with Ion Ray, and also Ufan the Ass Guy. Remember guys, speak service and honor because the messages are in the pod. Yo boy, motherfuckers running out and don't forget to listen all the way to the end because the jams are in the pudding. No fear guys, go for it, believe in yourself, put in the work and watch your life turn into some magical truth and shit. Thanks for listening. Right, this is Hello Hello Kopi Camilo Podcast. Today we have... Two fine gentlemen over here. What up? What's wow. up? Soon to be legends, man. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> okay. Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> if you go, if you guys don't mind, introduce yourself to the audience who are listening who don't really know who you are. Okay, my name is Ayan, and I am a musician slash director slash artist inventor person. And Kix is my company. This we're in our studio right now, mm-hmm. and we make a lot of weird shit, unique shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What about yourself, bro? Okay, my name is Irfan. Uh, some people call me Ice Guy. Some people know me as Ninja Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm a producer, singer, songwriter, um, audio engineer. Yeah. Everything. Every uh, everything audio, I guess. Audio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my that's my thing. So how young are you guys? How long have you guys been on planet Earth? Uh, what? Pardon? How long <laughs> have you guys been on planet Earth? Planet Earth. Uh, I'm um, 25 years. Yeah. 25 years. I'm um, yeah. 25. And years I'm older old. than this cat. <laughs> OG, OG cat. But I've been an alien for my whole life. So the common thing, I guess, for the both of you, you guys are both audio junkies, I would say. Mm. Right. How would you describe your music? Ooh. You yeah, start first, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I guess my music has to be um, interesting and son- sonically interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess very um, easy listening, but still interesting. Right. You know, yeah, something very catchy, but still like, whoa, that's different, yeah. Okay, how do you guys get started with with music, like, um, mm. like with yourself? Like, you are, I think you are a DJ. Would you consider yourself a DJ? Uh, yeah, I think I started as a DJ. I think you did too, right? Yeah, yeah I started yeah. as a DJ in New York, mm-hmm. and I would just play things when I started. I think when I was fifteen, Damn. and I would play music uh, from CDs to CD players. Mm-hmm at my friends' parties and shit. And then from there, think how. Okay, uh, I went to school, to uni, right. and then I was making like bedroom music with a computer, and then, I, and then I got a job at a studio, a sound studio, like a movie studio. And then I basically made no money. I made like absolute shit, <laughs> but then I could use the studio anytime I wanted. Right. And that's what I did, so then I used it. You, yeah. guys, you guys made it sound so easy, yo. Right, is is like audio or being a DJ easy? Is that is that like a thing that anyone can get started on? Well, it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like you go into it, but you don't realize how far you've come until you reflect on it. Mm. It's just yeah, like audio is a journey, man. Like that's that's how I view it. Yeah. 
And I think like with anything, you know what you want to do. Like you know what kind of what kind of DJs you like. You know if you want to be like, oh, I want to play music like this. But then when you try, you suck at it. <laughs> and then the first time you play, you can't mix anything. You pick the wrong song. Everyone leaves. But then eventually you're like, oh yeah, this is, the, this is a good track. Or this is how I mix this into that track. But it's just practice, practice, like practice. a million. And most people give up. Most That's people give up. Yeah. Everybody gives and up. And the most common <laughs> question people would ask, like for, for beginners, they usually, they usually ask, like, what door do you use, right? Does that even matter? Like, like what digital audio mm, workstation really. you Not really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, see, I used Pro Tools from the studio I worked in, and then he was working on Ableton. And then, but we both done, like, I worked on Ableton a little bit. Mm. But we make similar, like, it's similar shit. But it's like, it's like the ideas you have going into it. Right. Thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Ableton's, it's a different beast though. Yeah. It's just, I guess a DAW is, is it's, it's just like, if it depends on your workflow. Right. So each DAW has a specific workflow, but more or less it's the same. Yeah. 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 And it's right. about ideas. Like the same thing. Like if you have ideas um, and you don't keep working on them, mm. Like, say you just have an idea, like, oh, I want to use this effect, sound effect as a beat or as a song. And then you give, you try it and it sucks the first time because it's not going to be good the first time. And then you give up, then you didn't make anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like doing it once, then doing it again, doing it again. Like, people are like, oh, it took five minutes to make it. Like, good songs come out and good ideas come out in five minutes. But then to make them perfect takes, like, days and days and days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people just do the first thing and then they're like, oh, it's done. Right, mm-hmm. okay, okay, but I get you. I mean, it's like it's it takes done. time. You got to work on it over and over again before it's like becomes sort of like a masterpiece, right? Yeah. And then, okay, so from, from getting your music started to actually performing the first time in front of a crowd, do you guys remember that, that first day? Shit. I don't, do you? <laughs> you don't? I don't remember the first time I DJ. Do you? Uh, sure. So, like, when I started out, I started out in school. So, me and my homies, uh, we used to like have this thing that's this DJ group thing mm. so I was the guy who made uh, production like I was the guy on back then I used Fruity Loops yeah. shout out Fruity Loops Fruity Loops FL, <laughs> FL Studio Man. Man. <laughs> yeah so like uh, we used to I, I used to make beats mm. and yeah, back then it was the Electro House mm. era which was like uh, Bloody Beat Roots mm. and all this like very like Punky yeah. kind of electronic sound. Electro clash. Yeah, mm. and it was just like uh, uh, we did this. Uh, the first time I ever played it like out loud because uh, uh, it was I think this was back in like 20, 2010. Mm. This was like when I was uh, sixteen. Damn. So uh, it was like a house party. Right, right, right. It, it was yeah. It was. Like in Subang, mm. SS15. It was like, do you know where Starbucks is in Subang? Yeah, the next to Inti College, McDonald's. Yes, that, exactly right? that one. So on top, where I think where Gold Sounds Academy is now, right. used to be a clothing shop called MNEP. Wow. So like, it had a like it had a nice party. People used to rent out that space for parties. Mm-hmm. So we were like, sh- like one of our friends was like, yo, let's let's do a party, mm. and we were like, shit, okay what uh for real <laughs> like you know do a party yeah. so we did that and like yeah man like i played some of the tracks that i and that was my first time ever using a cdj because mm. before that i never had a cdj and i never like cdj is expensive mm. so i used to use like virtual dj and like 
those <laughs> crappy ass computer yeah, yeah, softwares, yeah, yeah. and I had like a shitty ass uh, controller that I made from uh, this thing called a nano control. So it's like a, it didn't have any jogs or anything. It's just pre- play, pause, next, and you can just jog it for <laughs> yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, they couldn't connect the 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 the, the setup to the speakers because I didn't have a sound card. So I had to use the CDJ. So like, oh shit, like, how do we do this? Mm. And you made it work. And I made it work, but it was all over the place. But we were all like, what, 16, 17? Yeah. So. Yeah. So you got you got started with a bunch of friends. Right? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, same as Shout mine, out so. Disco Monkeys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same as mine also. And then I was thinking about DJing. One thing about DJing is like, people are obsessed with like, oh, I don't know how to DJ. I don't know how to like mix songs and shit. But mm. like, the big thing about DJing is playing playing the right songs. Mm. Like yeah. reading the crowd. What do they want to hear? Mm. Like what kind of vibe do they want? And then like once you play the right track, mm-hmm. then the place goes crazy. And then they might forget that you messed up the intro. Like right. you, you came in off beat, but then the song comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my goal as as a DJ always is to have somebody that night well to fill the dance floor, not just to play music, but then also for I have someone during the night go. Oh my God, that's my song! And then they, they're sitting down, they turn around and they, they bring their friends up and they dance to it. That's their goal. That's, that's my goal, every right. time. And yeah. then I also, because I, I asked earlier, like, how would you describe your music, right? Yeah. What, what about you, though? Like, how I mean, would you describe your, your style? I mean, I do a lot of different stuff, but I'd say in terms of like DJ stuff, I love, uh, I try to play music that makes people feel sexy mm. and powerful. Damn. Like, I'll never play, like, I love Spice Girls, but I'll never play it. Mm. Like, I just won't play it because it's cheesy. Yeah. Like, I don't play any, like, cheesy music. Like, I, I don't really do, like, sing-along music. I know it's huge here, like... But you, you kind of have to, like, as a DJ here, yeah. in, like, when you play at parties, you kind of have to do that, like, right. one or two songs, you know? But I'll play, like, a Beyonce song that I actually like. Like, yeah. I'll play songs that of that that I actually like. Yeah. I, I won't play songs that, like... Like the newest Ariana Grande song, like I just won't play yeah. it. Yeah. But I'll play something like that they'll like that's similar, uh-huh. or like a remix of something that's similar. But like, yeah, because I love pop, I love pop music and other stuff. Yeah. But I want people to feel, I want people to feel sexy when whenever I'm playing. Like, oh, and then and like powerful, like, mm. like badass. Like okay. that's what I always want to play. Yeah, because yeah. you're originally from the states, like New York, yeah. New York, right? Yeah. Um, and you call yourself. A musician back then. Yeah. When when you when you say you're a musician, does that mean like you're doing it full time, producing your own stuff, yeah. or does that mean that like, you're performing other people's track? Yeah. So How I you label I was in when I was in uni, we started a band, right. and we had a band, and they were like we was like an avant garde electronic band, super weird. Like we had an actress in it, we had like a uh, drummer and electronics and everything. Right, right, it was really right. crazy. And so from that, um, I got into making music all the time. Mm-hmm. But I still worked at the sound studio. And then after a while, um, I was doing movie scores in New York. And then uh, basically, I did a movie called Jesus Camp, which is like uh, it was like a documentary. Mm. I did the music in the town for it, and it was just like people we knew, and it was and it was it was dope. And then that thing blew up, yeah. um, and they actually got nominated for an Oscar. Uh, God like, damn, it was crazy. This is something crazy <laughs> time, um, and that changed my life. You did? Uh, yeah, I, was, I forgot how old I was. I was like twenty something. How, how, how did it change your life, like recognition-wise uh, or paid-wise? Well, imagine you're a DJ, uh-huh. and then, like, you get nominated, like, you get on, like, top 100 DJs. I guess opportunities-wise. Yeah, it was crazy. Right, right. Our phone rang nonstop for Damn. five years. Yeah. 
Wow. And we just kept working. We didn't have to ask anyone. We just got work for straight for five years. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And what made you move to Malaysia? Uh, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what up, girl? <laughs> um, and she's amazing. Sorry. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's amazing. Um, um, but yeah, she got a job here, mm-hmm. and I was looking to leave New York for a while. You're looking and for like another environment. I want to just do something else. Because like, I, mean, I can't imagine that someone from the states like heard of Malaysia. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, let's go to Malaysia. You know, like out of nowhere. Real right? talk, never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> never heard of it. But uh, now I love it. Now I love it. Like, cause you know, why would you hear of it? Yeah. At least back then, also mm. there was no international artists from there that crossed over. There was just like the Twin Towers and like. Like sate, yeah. <laughs> basically that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then when I researched it, I was like, um, like the fact of English being one of the first languages mm-hmm. that everyone's speaking, huge thing for me. Um, and then also just like that, it was like super modern. Like at least KL, you know, outside Kampong is different, but like here it was like really modern, and, mm. and shit was happening. And mm. like I've been here almost ten years now, and it's like ten a years. lot has changed. Like, yeah, man, it's a totally different place. Like the internet wasn't really. What, I mean, there was no four G. There was like streamix, mm. like um, uh, yeah, the Wi-Fi shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you dial up, dial up. You right? couldn't load a video. Like you couldn't really watch a whole video. Like it would load. Like, you know what I mean? You sort of have to go backwards, right? Because back then the states had everything Wi-Fi yeah, ongoing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, man. What about you, um, your friend? Like, what, what do you prefer me call you? Irfan, Ice Guy, or Ninja Boy? Ah, uh, just Irfan. Irfan, Irfan yeah, Irfan's man. Dope, yeah. Like, how do you first gain confidence? So obviously, you make music, and then you got through the first gig, and then like, how do you actually like? Okay, I'm gonna do this full time. Was it your parents, your friends, or because like, um, with youngsters nowadays, with music, we are very um, we have like confidence issue, you know, like yeah. you, you can't oh, I make music, but I uh, know it's not for everyone to listen, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. People go through that and then they surpass that and then they get to another level. So it's like, it's a climb for the yeah. confidence sort of like a, right, like a musician's journey. Yeah. How, how was yours like? I mean, I still get nervous when I'm still, when I get on stage yeah. sometimes. Like, I mean, if I haven't played in a while, I'll go on stage and I'll be like, oh shit, what do I do? Mm. Like, you know, like, I still get goosebumps right. every time. Like, uh, but funny thing is, my parents were totally against me doing against. music. Against? Yeah. Wow. Like, my mom uh, came from like a very sciencey background. Right. And it took her a while to kind of like, okay, you're actually doing this. Mm. You're not just like in the whole nightlife thing, you know? Mm. Like, what was the point when she did that? When I st- stopped asking her for money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And like, yeah, I was just surviving with myself. And she was like, okay, you're actually, you know, making a living out of this and not just like in it for whatever the general public views DJs as or or musicians as, you know. And I guess it's just doing it and perfecting your craft Mm -hmm. until you're confident enough to go out there and just be like, this is me. Mm. Yeah. And that's something that there's no easy way to do it. It's Mm. just... It's just working, putting in the hours and just like, hours, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is where it's going, this is where it's going. But it, you don't necessarily know the point of like completion. Mm-hmm. It's just a continuous journey. Mm-hmm. But that, that confidence builds up over time and you kind of know what you're doing mm-hmm. over time by not knowing what you're doing. But <laughs> eventually you're like, okay, this is... I know, I know, I know how to do this. Yeah, yeah. and you also got to take the risk. Like, that's not a normal, especially here. Being an artist is not a normal 
job. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah, a normal yeah. job. So Ooh. everyone's against it already mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah. Like your parents, your friends, like, oh, you're going to be a DJ, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, but I think that, like, if you put in the time, it's well worth it. Because, like, you'd r- much rather be doing what you're doing, making music, than being at an office. Of like, course, definitely. Too. Like, mm-hmm. I would never change it. Even though it's harder, honestly, it's way harder than doing being in an office and someone telling you what to do yeah like way harder and that's what we're gonna talk about too is like making money like money and art uh-huh because like, once you switch from weekend dj like in the beginning homie was just a and me too like you're a uni student you do whatever job but then on the side you make music but then when you switch to doing music or art or whatever full-time yeah. totally changes yeah, there's a fine line between passion and uh, making it work as a career yeah, right yeah definitely yeah. And I actually did. I've done a little bit of research on you, um, Irfan. Like you started with Nowfall, right? Yeah, Nowfall. So nice you, guy. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 whole gig, and then after that, you gain your own recognition with uh, you. You started Crazy Sound, if I'm not wrong, or uh, is that I a collaboration with with other people? Uh, it was a collective. Oh, collective. So, yeah, I joined it back in 2013. For, right. Yeah. So it was a collective based in Ipoh. But wow. Everyone that we met in Cyberjaya, mm. so we were all like just students in Cyberjaya, like experimenting on sounds. Yeah, we we're just like-minded people who yeah. make this kind of music, and that was it. Just it was so natural. Yeah, and we're still doing it to this day. And then the big question is, yeah. you you jump over, you cross over to becoming a rapper, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then with the stage name Ninja Boy yeah. Code. Ninja Boy Code or Boy Code? Ninja Boy. Like, you know how people say uh, Code? Ah, uh, that's what so, I thought, man. Yeah, yeah it's just like, time. like, because I was never sure of it. Like, Ninja Boy came out because of Crazy Sounds. Because oh. um, we used to do this thing where mm-hmm. we all sit in a circle right. and do things. And <laughs> and freestyle. Get inspired. So, yeah, get inspired and yeah. freestyle. And like, uh, I kind of we kind of got into the habit. And they were like, our uh, one day I was just like, yo, okay. Um, I just secretly made a beat, and mm. the beat felt very empty. Mm. And I was like, yo, okay. Um, I'm gonna try write something on it. I I mean like I always had a. I wanted to write, but I never had like, oh, maybe I can write. Mm. But ne- never, I never had that. But then like that day, I was just like, okay, let's just make a song. Right. And it was not a rap hip hop song. It was a EDM song. EDM. With like, it had a drop and everything, but it's just that middle part that was so empty. I was just like, okay, let's just put a rap there. Let's just, let, let's just like write something there. And yeah, and I showed it to the boys and they were like, don't stop. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just keep doing it. And do something about it, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. it, da, 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 then it just, mm. it became something. Mm. But I never like saw myself as a rapper. I didn't like wake up one day and be like, oh, I want to be a rapper. It was not like that. Mm. It was more of like, uh, it happened just like that, like yeah. over time, yeah. And then you made it as well, you made it um, official. You got in Namdas Baris. Yeah, so shout you, you, out to Joe Flizzle, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Known in the rap game. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, 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 it's a platform, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that if you're in Namdas Baris, you've made it. Not really? No, because I feel like it's just a platform. It's a starting it, point. It's yeah. a starting point or it could be like, you know, like there are so many other dope other rappers in KL mm. that have more songs out there and, and are doing it more than people that are on Namblas Baris and they didn't, they weren't on Namblas Baris. Mm. Maybe, I, I don't know why, maybe it's just, uh, uh, how do you say it? Like, uh, a, uh, 
how do you say what's the word for it like, oh, likability oh. or, or like yeah it's just um, or uh, exposure they were not exposed mm. but like yo like um, to me being on Namblas Baris doesn't mean you've made it it's just like um, it's like how we're talking right now on this show mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just like that yeah, yeah okay, but it's just a you, showcase okay, of your like yo okay I, you rap and Joe Frizo thinks you're kind of cool that's it yeah right right yeah cool man but that's what I was gonna say also is like <clears throat> I think sometimes or most of the time as an artist you gotta be fearless and mm-hmm. like experiment with stuff like if he was like oh I'm not a rapper I don't do that then he just never would have done that never would have happened you know yeah. and like if I never took video stuff I never would have done this company because I never would have tried because I was a musician like oh I don't make video always experiment stuff. try something yeah. new right yeah and then also like the, my whole company started because uh, I made a video at a party and then edited it at night <laughs> and then in the morning I posted it and then people shared it that's the only reason why and then the person who had the, the, the who was throwing the party was Livescape was the dudes from Livescape and it was like their first party and they were like oh, oh shit. I met you right yeah, yeah exactly and then like just trying it and then they were like oh you want to do something but like people are always like oh I don't know I don't know like I don't do that it's like make something and put it out and people like with photography if you're a photographer don't just plan out ideas shoot some shit you, oh you don't have the right camera doesn't matter shoot it with your iPhone and edit it and play, play with it someone's gonna be like I want that how much is it yeah. How much is it? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you start to be like an artist, like a working artist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Let, let's go to you. Your story for a second. Um, Ayon, you started Kicks, right? Mm-hmm. And you said it was inspired by that, that video of yours. Uh, I mean, you made that video. You want to start a company, so you got it off and running. And what sort of challenges that you faced? Let's say within the first year of starting, we are Kicks. I mean, huh. The first year, it was seven, yeah. eight years ago, so it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I want to say challenges were money. Money. I mean, I think we did, we did like uh, music videos for 5,000 ringgit. We did like anything, anything that we could do, just anything. Um, and I also had another job. Like I, had, I was a composer, so I was doing that and then doing this side stuff. Damn. So it was like both both the side. But How many hours do you have in one day, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's still a lot. I mean, also I like making stuff. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, it's, uh, shooting is fun. It's yeah. fun to have ideas and stuff. But I think the, fir- the biggest challenge was business shit. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like how much money do we need to buy a new Mac? Mm-hmm. How much money do we need to buy a camera? And then once you build all that stuff up and you get a bunch of jobs, it's like, oh, you won. And then it's like, like there's all these hurdles. And even if you're successful, you have to keep building. Like you can't do all the work. Mm. So you're like, okay, should I hire somebody? Should we get someone in? And at first we had an intern. That was the first thing we did. Like it was just myself and Jessica, my business partner. And then we had a, an intern. And then from that, start building. But then it's like, okay, now how do you manage an intern? Like no one fucking knows. No, one, there's no guide. There's no guide how to like be head of a company. I mean, there is, but it's like business school and books and stuff. I didn't read any of it. Mm. So like, I just made every mistake ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every every mistake, and then and then just like yeah, like that's the thing I was think, talking about before is like, like 
business, once you get into the business realm of art, like you definitely have to be a business person mm. and you have to make business decisions. Your homie's cool and he's like, oh, shoot my music video. Uh, I'll give you five grand. And you're like, cool, cool. All right. And he's like, okay, but I can't give it to you for six months. And you're like, uh, okay. So basically you just funded their music video and yeah. like, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I want this set. I want this person. Can we rent out this place? Yeah. Like put up the money. But the person as the artist got to be more on point business-wise and be like, I need 50% up front and the next 50 comes at this month exactly. And people can hustle. They can do it. People mm. can come up with the money. Yeah. But you say, this is the how we do it. Mm. And like, that's the stuff we didn't do at the beginning. Right. Okay. okay. We didn't. You? Well, I learned it. Right. Because people disappeared. With all, we did a video. They disappeared. They never paid us. Yeah. Damn. So we lost like however much money. So like that happens all the time. And in Malaysia, like I hear stories all the time. People shit on the artists. Like, they, they take, they take, 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 and then they don't give back for eight months, a year. It's mm. like, you can't be an artist like that. Mm. And that's also why no one wants to be an artist, because the money sucks. But it's not because we didn't make the money, it's because no one gave it to us. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? In comparison to Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, specifically to New York yeah. or the States, do you think the competition and the stakes are higher there? I mean, obviously, from, yeah. from the logic side of things, we would say so, right? But from you personally like because there probably you have an upper hand you have no more people or maybe you have um, more opportunities because it's bigger and you know there's a lot more creatives out there I mean there there's like I mean imagine it's KL by times 15 yeah yeah it's like 15 times as big mm -hmm. or 10 times as big the city so like that's also plus everyone in the world going there. Mm. So it's like way, way bigger, way crazier. But that means there's more opportunity, but more people. More, so more competition as well. More competition, but also more opportunities. Right, so right, like, right. it's not that much different. Mm -hmm. I think the big difference is um, like professionalism. People in New York are professional as fuck. Yeah. Like, you say you're going to be on time, they're just on time. Like, yeah. you say you're going to do this, they just do it. Like, people don't fuck up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And here people like think they, it's, it's okay to fuck up and like do stuff. And like that's one thing that working with Kicks, our company, is like we're really professional. We're like a well international company. Like we have different standards than normal, normal shit. Mm. Um, but I'd say I'd say it's different. I mean, I didn't do this there. I've, I never made a video till I came here. Mm. I never touched the camera till I came here. So I don't know what it's like. In Are you playing this still? I mean, yeah. I'll always. For I mean, this is our company, so right, I right, right. think it'll always be running with mm. or without me. So, and I love Malaysia. Like, I always have this is my home also. Yeah. So I always like have a spot here. Right. Um, but but I think half and half. Like, my parents are getting older, mm -hmm. and like I might have a nephew who's a little baby. So, like, I want to go back and forth. Right. But I was probably split half okay. and half. Okay. Yeah. And then the idea was to have a company there, a company here. And then go back and forth. Do you have you started soon? Uh, Probably sort soon. Of, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm starting a new company soon. Cool. And so that's like the new. That's the new interesting. Shift. It's gonna be a shift, right? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's like a different kind of company. So, cool. Cool. But uh, once kicks is rolling, pull out, then I'm gonna go. Right. Okay. Back back to Irfan though. See, yeah. see, this is a, a tricky one. I'm gonna jump here <laughs> and there, right? Do it. Okay. With with um, what do you think is stopping us Malaysians, right, from crossing over? the other side like being um, successful in, in the states or in the world is it a language barrier or is it that we're trying to be um, we're, we're westernizing ourselves so much we're not sticking to our own roots or perhaps it's just a matter of time we think because like if you see Indonesians for example right um, to name specifically Rich Brian um, yeah. the 88 Rising movement yeah, yeah. so that happened yeah. Asian right yeah 
And Malaysian, the big, uh, I don't know, like back in the day, you have too fat. And yeah. right now, what do you think? Okay, Yuna, Yuna went there and ran an apartment or whatever, tried yeah. to get herself recognized. And then to, to her level of success, I guess it's not as big, yeah. you know, as um, exp- exposed as the 88 Rising. Yeah. What do you think is stopping her? So? I guess one money mm, money <laughs> like i guess not everybody has the opportunity to like yo i want to go to another country and, mm. and start start off something new <clears throat> especially if our currency is lower than yeah. currency, other country yeah that's that's just like it's a huge risk mm. and it's also like um if you don't have the right like once you go there it's a new territory it's also very scary in my sense like if you don't have the right like bridge to go there it's kind of like oh like let's say you you're an aspiring musician and you want to make it out in the states and just by just moving there does not uh, you're not insured to like you know okay I'm going to have a job or mm. anything it's kind of scary because you're going to be giving up what you have here mm. and your security here as a Malaysian in your country and to start off a new life if i mean if if you have a reason to do that then i think a lot of people would like um expand mm. right yeah but I was going to say just two things about the numbers though. People often compare the US and Indo to Malaysia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like New York is 30 million people. It's Mm -hmm. more than people than are in all of Malaysia. Yeah. And Indo is like 200 million. Yeah, exactly. And like that's not comparable. You can't just compare them to Mm -hmm. each other. So I think for percentage wise it makes sense why there's only one person that crossed over yeah. why because we have less humans of course exactly <laughs> okay, okay. it's like that simple and then but also yeah. but, but then also like Bitch Brian is an anomaly he's not right. a normal it's not like Siti Nur Lisa in fucking in New York no. right. it's like it's like he's a, he's like a western he went to school in wherever Delaware whatever like he did He's like a different kind of cat, like, yeah. and, and and also like that's the only one. Yeah, that crossed over. yeah. I mean, there's a few random people here and there, but like in general, I think you can't compare to the U.S. Like, and the U.S. is a different culture. So yeah, like a totally different fucking culture. I guess it's culture because of culture. Of course, that's and, a huge uh, thing too. Totally yeah. different culture. Yeah. Oh, you mean I th- I think what a man is like. Okay, for example, um, there's this guy who, from Korea, like made it super big. What is it, Ijima? Um, oh, Keith uh, Ape. Keith, Keith Ape. Yeah. yeah. So for him, I guess it's a one-hit wonder, you may say. But then he still made it. He made it happen. Or yeah. K-pop. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's because they have more humans as well, and right. ch- yeah. uh, success rates higher. Yeah, but did they make it like like uh, Unit does a song with Usher? Mm. The song is dope. Mm. Uh, the song is on on TV everywhere in the US everywhere, and uh-huh. it's on the radio. It's like that's the same shit. Yeah, and it's like that's one, and there just needs to be more. Um, but it's hard because it's like like you're saying like you want to be like okay, so say everyone had a hundred thousand ringgit to make a video. Mm. Say everybody like Singapore. Sometimes they have that. Japan they have that. People make crazy videos, and then people would see it in other countries. They mm. would, and they would listen to it. But we don't have the kind of money. And also to produce, like people do it in their bedrooms. Yeah. Like even the best producers here are doing their bedrooms and doing. It. There's no big studios. There's no like super mixer dude. Like. So I guess that makes a difference. Yeah. Like, like, like the the the, f- the studio, the hardware, all those stuff makes yeah. a lot of difference. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess like in Malaysia, the professional world and the indie world is very disconnected. Yeah. Very right. disconnected. Yeah. Mm. Like there's no bridge to like let's say if you're a bedroom producer and you want to expand yourself to becoming a professional it's either you learn it by yourself or you have a mentor mm. and 
that's really hard to find a mentor and like to kind of go into the professional world unless you're like you went to college did some like did, went to art school or something and like you know okay this is how professional artists work that's that's one in a million like what if you're um, uh, just a normal guy who makes uh, who discovers his passion in music but studied like engineering or something mm. and wanted to take music to a professional uh, level and expand themselves it's is really hard to bridge that to right. the professional world. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then not a lot of platforms do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yo, let's uh, let's talk about success. Also, does it mean success? Does that mean may- being a star in the U.S.? Is that what it means? Because like that all around the world, that's not what happens. Like people have huge careers here, huge careers in Indo, huge careers in Singapore, and they don't. They never even been in the U.S. It doesn't matter. Like that shit doesn't matter. Oh yeah. Like it doesn't. I mean. That is one kind of success. Okay. But like, I think for me as an artist, like, if you can make amazing work, be proud of it, and people like it, it doesn't matter what you I are. I guess what, what the U.S. does is, is like a major distribution to of other course, countries, you know? Like yeah. Probably the whole planet Earth, right? Everyone's watching the States. Yeah. 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 And, and, and England and some other places. But also in the U.S., there's people you guys have never heard of mm. because yeah. they're just local. They don't make it out either. They're for out of the U.S., like they're in the US, it's just regional and they never make it out. Mm. Like there's New York rappers no one's ever heard of. Yeah. They just never heard of them. And they just they're super famous in New York, but no one no one knows them. Mm. So it's like the same kind of idea. It's like they're just local, they did their shit. But I don't know, that idea of success is interesting. Like I used to wanna be like a rock star worldwide, like whatever. And then I was like, like, is that the goal or is making good work the goal? And it takes a while to like and like we had a lot of success like with Kicks and like with my old company and like that's like a that's like a big deal you know like rethinking what success is you know because people get into music for the wrong reasons also all the time mm, yeah. whatever the wrong reasons are but like definitely <laughs> women well, man, and fame. attention and fame yeah. and just people like oh my god you're like they, you love that shit but once yeah. that wears off what are you doing like right. what else yeah, yeah what else yeah, is there yeah, yeah. That's true. Like, when I started uh, DJing, I was asked this question. So, why do you want to DJ, bro? Hmm. Like, one of one of these, like, older DJ dudes. And then he gave me, like, three choices. It was hmm. like, you want money, women, or fame? And I was like, why can't I just do it because I like DJing? You're <laughs> <laughs> such a sweet cat, yeah. dude. Yeah. I would have been like, all of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Everything. Yeah. And plus, I love And plus, music. yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it's different. Yeah. I didn't think, like, the thing about art also is that people get into stuff for weird reasons. Mm. Yeah. But then it becomes real. And then you're just, you gotta love what you're doing because it's 800 hours. Mm. Like, homie will be working on one, one song nonstop for 15 hours. Years. Like, yeah, exactly. Years. <laughs> and then, like, for us, too, like, making whatever we do seems, like, sort of effortless, whatever Kicks is doing, like, mm. weird concepts, weird whatever. But what we do is super hard. Super hard. We're, we're, there's a thousand people, everyone's crazy, and we're asking someone to stand still and pose in the middle of thousands of people, and then the next person, and then the next person, just for one three-second shot. Yeah. And it's, like, so much effort, so much attention. And if you don't care, you, you just don't do it. Like for yourself, Ayon, like I, I witnessed you, I mean, direct, uh, I don't know, what do you call it, a music video? Mm. Is it a music video? No, it's not. It's like a television show, MTV U Raps, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, your energy, though, where do you get it from, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure people have, been, <laughs> people have been asking you the same question <laughs> yeah, over and over again, right? But, but how do you maintain the level of energy? Is that like um, a secret energy bar? <laughs> 
<laughs> Crack. No, um, no, no, I think in general, um, in general, when I'm on set, for me, it's fun. Like, directing stuff is so fun. It's like, it's like performing. It's like, in the studio is work. It's fucking work when we're here. But when I'm on set, and people, like, especially because those things were like, I don't know which one you saw, the, the street one? Did you see that one? No, no, um, in the studio. Oh, in the studio. The, okay. the night one and also the daytime one. So the cypher, the night, um, oh, yeah, there's yeah. a music video going on. Okay, at night. so two, two yeah. things about MTV raps. One is that uh, the music video things that we shot mm. were all like live music videos. They're like live performance. Mm. And I want to do something different. And I wanted to, and what we did is we sketched it out. We, we went there. We always rehearsed what we do. We shot everything with us as stand-ins. And I was like, this is going to be cool. And we had like 40 extras. Like, it's the biggest thing, like, I've done like that ever. So I was just excited to see it happen. I'm like, oh. And once I see it on the camera, I'm like, oh, my God, this is cool. Like, the first second, I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, okay, we got it. But this is one thing, one change, and I get excited to, to do it. Um, and then the thing about the cypher was cool was, like, uh, I just got making the beats. He came over, and we vibed on the making the beats. And then You one, made the beat. Yeah. You made it together. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. I'm right yeah. up there. <laughs> Whoa, there. high five to that, guys. Shit. So that that's why it was so cool. It's a big deal, bro. Yeah, that's why it's so cool. Cause like when when I heard it the first time play loud and all the rappers they'd been practicing, practicing, and the first time they did it, I was like, oh god. So cool. Cause we had just heard it, you know, we just played a hundred times yeah. to it. And, and then made our own yeah, flows. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing is we would just like practice flow over the top of it. But then when I heard it, I was just excited because I'm like, this is really happening. Mm -hmm. And then that that for me, uh MT Raps is all about the cypher mm. like because uh, that's what I was thinking about recently is like uh, with 16 bars like that's their own format <laughs> and people are like oh it's like a cypher show you know it's cool and like yeah but what we did is completely different it's like over the top nuts which is like my my thing like extra drama extra sauce extra chili like it's like uh, like live musicians crowd darkness you know like what Joe does which is so dope is like about the pure verse mm. ours is not about that at all it's like extra mm. as fuck yeah yeah like hype people are jumping around people are doing stuff yeah, you, can, you can almost feel the energy by just yeah. looking at it right just totally. watching the videos so. yeah but in general I just get excited to see ideas actually come out and mm. like the first time I see them come out like I think if you're if you're into making stuff like if you're a director if you're whatever the first time you actually see it in real life mm. so cool it's just so cool. Yeah, like, man. It's like seeing your baby yeah. exist, right? So cool. And we make a lot of stuff at our studio. So, like, we're always seeing that process. Mm. So, I love it. Like, I just love it. I just love that experiment. It's all these experimental ideas, and then they come out. And then, and then that's the thing. As a director, what you got to do is immediately something's not right. There's like, there's, like, people are doing some weird dance in the background. You're like, that's not right. And the thing about, I think, as being a director, like, the number one thing is making decisions right away. You don't question them. Be like, okay, can we move these people in the other thing? You have no, I have, like, no chill. Like, no, I have no, like, oh, no heart. Like, like <laughs> I don't care if someone like, wants to be in the video. If they don't fit, I'm like, oh, hey, can you come over this side? Just do it. Because mm. it's not their video. It's my video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and, and then, There's no time to feel offended or anything. Yeah, yeah, and also huge decisions. Oh, this person's supposed to be walk past this car? Okay, they should go up in the car. Mm. I'm just going to say it. You should do it. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. do we make that work? And then just do it. And so it's like eight, eight years now? Kicks? Yeah, eight years. Wow. How many, how many um, people have you hired so far, man? Like in total? Yeah, I don't know. Come and go. 25? I guess. 30? I guess so. What, what, like that. What, what do you look for when you're hiring someone, man? Um, we, one thing is we don't, we don't care if people are good at 
After Effects, good at Photoshop, good at Premiere. It's like, do they have a good eye at what is good and what is not good? You know, and also, are they willing to work their ass off? Like, we, we work so hard. We're always sweaty. We're always doing stuff. We never stop. And like, that's the thing. If people are down for those two things and ready to learn, then we're, we're good. Yeah, it's yeah. all about the drive to learn. You better yourself, right? Yeah, and we want people to also have other stuff going on. Like, uh, most of the people that, we, that work with us are musicians or artists or other stuff, and then they have their own shit. They have their own passion yeah, project and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, like, the main thing. Cool. Where, where do you see yourself like um, in five years like kicks where, where do you see it going direction wise like films or I don't know you have no idea you I just mean go with the right we did it we did a film we did this Lalo film which was cool a short right. film which is really weird um, I think in general I love making physical stuff mm. I love making like events and physical installation stuff um, like there's this thing in New York that happened which is like a rain room it happened at the, this museum where it's, a, it's raining inside and then you never get wet because it knows where you are and you never get wet no matter where you go. And then just stuff like that that's like conceptual and strange and then interactive because I think the new revolution, uh, everyone looks at their phone and it's used, everything on the phone is equal. You, you, know, uh, you get a WhatsApp from someone, you get a Facebook message, you get an Instagram DM, it's all the same. Mm. Then you just scroll past content. Right, that's right. cool but physical experiences are like golden mm -hmm. they're impossible to replicate mm -hmm. on a phone and in video impossible mm. so I think that's what I want to do like, do like stuff like that theatrical right more more realistic yeah just much more interactive installation, yeah, yeah, installation yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. Cool. where people can interact because then that's what I really get off on is when seeing people interact with you, mm. like real shit Okay, before I get before I go into like the business side of being a creative in Malaysia, right, I want to go touch a little bit about hip hop. Right? You are in obviously um, tried rapping, get yeah. into the hip hop, mid beats and all that. Where do you think Malaysia's um, hip hop scene is going, or how, what's the best way to grow it? Because like, if you see what's coming out from the Borneo, it's a lot yeah. of like gangster rap, like diss yeah. each other kind of thing. I'm gonna kill you. I'm yeah. about like gangster, 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 <laughs> and it, like one thing pops up, like someone will just replicate the same thing. It's yeah, like something yeah. works, people copy, right? Yeah. Where where do you think it's going though? Is it a making circle going nowhere, or do you think we are improving ourselves into getting into something? Like we're seeing something I coming. I guess hip hop has always been around in Malaysia yeah, as yeah. a mass culture mm. uh, ever since Too Fat, because they made it, they put hip hop out mm. in the mainstream to. Like, um, I had a talk with uh, my Indonesian friends, mm. uh, this uh, guy rapper, mm. he's called Lays. Lays, 92. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He Yo. was featured on your episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Like, we were talking about, like, he was talking about, like, how Malaysians have it, Malaysian uh, rappers mm. or hip -hop, people that are in hip hop have it easier in Malaysia because it's already accepted as a mass culture thing. Like, it's pop already in Malaysia since like two fat days so mm. even like your nene or your ato would know uh, yeah, like, yeah. like they, <laughs> they know what rap is yeah, yeah. yeah they'll yeah. know that shit because uh, it's already in pop but like in Indonesia it's totally different like, oh yeah uh, the okay. OGs the, the cats that actually started it off they're not as recognised like people don't even know it exists in Indonesia and like it's where it's heading now is basically I feel like pop music is a cycle like something that's popular 
would not remain popular for a very long time. It would cycle. It would like, let's say the next thing could be bands, or then you go back to electronic music. It's always a cycle. Of Grunge like, is coming back, huh? No, yeah, like is it? yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like a lot of a lot more live stuff are coming back. Mm. People that are playing bands, mm. like like um, uh, Midnight Music's dope. Yeah. Yeah, like I really like that stuff, uh-huh. and yeah, man, like uh, in sense of like how hip hop is heading, it's very much. Uh, it's healthy. It's good for the hip hop community and the scene. But with anything that is healthy, there's also the negative side, which is um, you know gangster rap and all that stuff. But I mean, that's just diversity and, and that's just variation inside the, the culture itself. It evolves by itself, mm. and it will continue evolving. And this it's just gonna get even more bigger. People are gonna get more like more people are gonna get into it. And yeah, it's it's. Maybe one day it'll die out, mm. but it's for now. It's it's going at a really good pace. Mm. Yeah, and I was gonna say there's one. There's two reasons why uh, Yo MTV Raps got shot here. <laughs> one reason, practically, is that it's cheaper to shoot here than other places. <laughs> but the second one was that there's a huge, like it's already built. Yeah. Like there's so many rappers, you can easily like I told them. Oh, if someone doesn't show up, I can call someone in 20 minutes and have them over there. Yeah, and they'll just make a rhyme on the spot and mm. do it. Yeah, like 16 bars happen. Like MTV raps happen. There's other like cipher shows that are happening. There's a lot of stuff happening, and then just people are making stuff. Yeah, and I think like I hung out in Singapore a lot, and like uh, Young Raja and Faris Jabba killing it with the, what they're doing there, but it's not like here. Like, there's a lot of established rappers. Like, Amon Ra wasn't even on the show. I wanted him on the show. He's nasty. He's one of my favorite, like, Malaysian rappers. He just murders it. He just kills it nonstop. And, like, there's people, like, there's other rappers that are just killing it nonstop. And I think that's, like, that doesn't happen in every country. And that's special about here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time um, until that happens on a bigger scale. I mean, Sona's my homie forever. And, like just as a producer as a rapper like just been killing it forever and yeah like, mm. like, they're just doing it yeah, they're just doing it yeah the reason why it's alive is because they don't stop like all this known names in hip-hop that's that started off in Malaysia they just don't stop they just keep yeah. doing it and that's why it's alive and kids see that and they'll yeah. be like whoa people are actually turning this into careers and like actually making a living out of this like mm. I want to be that dude I want to rap yeah. too I want to I want to make beats you know mm. like it's it's about yeah. And like I was on I was on the highway and I saw uh, I saw Sona in the touch and go app. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and that's a big deal. Yeah. That's actually a big fucking deal because he's there because he's famous. And what is he famous for? Hip hop. That's all he's famous for. Nothing else. Not an actor. Not anything else. That's what he's famous for. And that's a big deal. Like that's hip hop is now accepted. Yeah. He, yeah. They put him there because people know him because that sells their shit. That means money talks and like hip hop is talking and that's cool. Yeah. Okay, like you mentioned, like you um, the movement inspired more people to create beats. Yeah. Try to rap. Yeah. And all that for beginners, right? For day one, like oh shit, I'm inspired by Ice Sky. I'm inspired by Ninja Boy. You know, I just want to get started. But what the fuck do I do? You know, apart from YouTubing and you know, apart from learning online on yeah. that shit. Like, how do you get started? Like, you don't know anything at all from scratch. Basically, knowing what you want. Okay. Like, the direction. Like, set it all from the start. Mm. That will make your life way easier. So, what is it? Step one, what? You make a playlist of the shit you want to make. Yeah. Like, um, cool. follow and, like, um, study your, your direction. Mm. And 
kind of like mold yourself into that direction and yeah man and then just put in the hours do you do you yeah. do you do you will you advise that they copy people first to get started or do you do you have to like come up with your own ideas straight up i started off as producing mm. i used to remake songs me remake. too i did the same yeah oh. like as in like our like back in the day uh benny benassi was popping mm. benny. <laughs> like i used to take his uh i'd just download the mp3 and put it in fruity loops mm-hmm. and try to remake the beat yeah. from scratch and yeah. That's how I started. Yeah, and because you can remake the exact beats, like get okay that kick drum, you just find it. Yeah, you have a thousand kick drums, you can just find it. Yeah, and then uh, and then but then also the progression of the song. Mm. When does the vocals come in? When does the other thing come in? And then just fake everything, like just re- replay Copy. everything. Yeah, Copy. yeah. Because then what I did was also I would take out their thing and then I'd be like, oh, it sounds cool. Yeah. And then I would just replay the bass line. Yeah. Do the thing and make it my own. Mm. Yeah. But like start from that progression. Right. Yeah, that's that. Drum. That's that saying, man. Um, great artists steal, uh, steal. Yeah. Uh, uh, good artists copy. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Great, great artists steal. steal. Yeah. Good artists copy. Because yeah. I mean, like, as original you want to be, being original is not everything. It might be ir- unrelatable. Mm. So. But that's also that's the first step is knowing how to use. Yeah. Just it, knowing what sounds yeah. you want to use. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because then once you get that, then you're like, then you're off. Then, yeah. Then, yo, okay, one thing I think everyone should do if you're a producer. Number one, I think you can make beats on your phone. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need a computer. You can make everything on your phone now. So, like, the idea of, like, oh, uh, I can't do it. It's like, okay, well, like, either use your phone <laughs> or steal another phone <laughs> and, and, like, use it. But then, then also, like, one thing I used to do uh, and tell every producer and every artist to do is set goals like like okay so one thing we would do with my my music partner back in new york was we would take we would say okay we have 10 days we have to make a new idea every day it doesn't have to be a full song but it have to be a new idea every day so because we were making an album and we were missing a few songs so we we're like it wasn't right so we're like okay we made 10 songs 10 ideas in, in 10 days so every night it's just like working out like you have to go even if you don't want to and then weird shit came out like just tons of stuff some stuff sucks but then out of that, 10 songs, 10 days. So people are like, oh, you know, maybe next month my album will be finished. Fuck that. Like, make 10 days, every day make a new song. And then at the end of it, you'll have at least one new track where mm. you're like, this is, this is a banger. This is better than everything I made. Mm. And just like the thing, like dedication. Like, oh, that's the other thing I was going to say? Fucking sacrifice. Like, if you're not ready to sacrifice... You can't be an artist. You can't be a, a good artist because your friends are gonna go and go and chill. They're gonna go fucking watch the football match. You cannot do that. You cannot. Damn. You must finish your work. <laughs> you have to keep working on this beat. And if you stop, the energy is gone. So you are not like other people. If you want to be great, cannot be like other people because everyone, everyone's just gonna go and do their bullshit. Yeah, man. They're gonna sure. go to their like hang out with their friends, go go to mama, smoke cigarettes, do whatever. You need to do stuff. Right. You are not like other people. So you just have to accept that and like actually put in that work. Yeah. 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 Takes a lot of sacrifice, right? Tons. But but priorities. Yeah, priorities. Yeah. But if you think about it, right, there's a fine line between sacrificing for your work to going insane and getting <laughs> get, getting your, your mental health screwed up. Yeah. I mean maybe. Yeah. How how do you how do you balance that out, man? No, like I feel pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, crazy is very subjective. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, 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 but I think you have your friends to balance you out, and like your girl and whatever. And I think like, but I think honestly, if you're if you really want to be great, like you, you're different, and you have to sacrifice stuff on a mass scale. 
that's it. This mm-hmm. is how it goes. You have to accept that your life's going to be different than everybody else's. You're not going to be a normal person. And especially, how about this? How about this? You're, uh, you're, uh, you're like a producer. You put out a song. Ideally, people listen to it and they like it. So what happens if 100,000 people download that track or like listen to it on Spotify in five days? You're like, holy shit. What do I do now? Like, mm-hmm. okay, you have to put up a, the next one and do the next thing. And unless you just give up and don't want to do it. But like, that's, even in success, comes with it a lot of work. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, the journey is a marathon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's not, like a, it's not like a one-time thing, right? Yeah, and you got to love it. You got to love what you're doing. I just think that thing, idea of sacrifice from the jump, like, if you're going to dive into it and you want to make it work, I think anybody can make it, anything work. If you mm. want to be the rapper, you want to be whatever, you just got to put in that time and not give up. Like, mm. I think that's what I'm saying. Most people give up. They don't want to sacrifice. Okay, that's step one, right? Finding, finding that out and then getting started. And then how do you actually improve yourself? Like, do you have to collaborate straight away? Like, um, find people, find mentors, and then differentiating what's passion and how do you make a living out of it, which is the main, main topic that, that would be the, the biggest concern for creatives nowadays. Yeah. What do you guys suggest? Like, go perform straight away? You suck, but who cares? Just perform, you know? Is that, is that like a... You're fucking terrible, <laughs> but you play anyway. Yeah. Is that how you break through? Because different people have different journey. Yeah, we understand that. Yeah. Like people like, for example... K-Click, right? They make a video, boom! The mm. whole Malaysia knows them. And then they just, they have like cart. They, they, they have like everything prepared. They just perform, everyone knows their lyrics. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they don't have that. People don't know whether they suck or they're good because they already have everything ready, yeah. you know? Yeah. But if you're not there yet, what do you do, you know? What's the recipe, I guess? Well, I'm still trying to make it, so <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I guess it's just... Being sure that you want to do it, yeah, and 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 sticking to it, mm. no matter like, because what's good to you might not be good to other people. Mm. So, as long as you you make yourself have happy first, and then yeah. everything will will fall into place. Mm. But it doesn't necessarily come overnight or like within a month or you know there's there's no like time span. It's just more of like. Yeah. Some people have that right off. The first yeah. thing they do is huge. And then other people, it takes like years. years. Yeah. yeah and Five years, six years. And then people are like, oh my God, I never heard of this person. Yeah, it's yeah. overnight. But yeah. it's like, no, six years they've been working. Yeah. But I, I think collaboration, I mean, that's one thing is uh, we, like, we've known each other for a long time, forever, just DJing wise. Like, and I'll be when he's DJing and, and, and shit. And like, I think. Uh, collaborating like I learned so much like I've been producing forever but then I learned so much from Askai in terms of like uh, how he uses di- the program like totally different how he makes beats how he thinks of stuff totally different than I did and then we were working inside Pro Tools inside what I do my, my, my world so then yeah. I taught him stuff in terms of Pro Tools and then and then yeah it was just dope and then just our, our working like vibe was just so chill it's like oh, alright this is cool and then we just killed it and if, like, we were, I don't know, three days, we just did a million beats. <laughs> it was cool. Beats. It was cool. Yeah. But I think collaboration is a big thing. Also, like, it's hard because, you know, you don't want someone to steal your lunch. Like, if, if you, you know, you, you want to be your own artist and you want to be your own person. But then also collaborating with someone, you're going to learn stuff you never could have learned. Ever. It's just impossible. It's mm-hmm. like getting a new perspective on what you do. Yeah. Yeah. But how... How soon should you collaborate? Like, do you have to get good enough first? 
I think you should know the tools that you're using. I mean, yeah. if you don't know how to use the program, mm. then you're just saying stuff like, yeah. oh, can we make it brighter? Can we do this thing? Can we add a baseline? Like, you don't know how to do it. I think you have to be able to jump on and make something. Yeah. You have to know. You got to know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, what you're talking yeah. about. You have to know what, like, at least how to use the tools. Right. Like, how to, how to tap out a beat. How to like yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to know some kind of part. Yeah, of yeah. You got you at least got to know your, how to use your tools. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But that's from cool. there, I think you should just make as much as possible. And like one of the things I want to do is like uh, that's my next company is what one of the projects we're doing is facilitating giant. How do you? Okay. The question was it always the new company starts with these questions, and the question is how do you explode creativity inside a city or mm. place? Explosion of it, not. Like, oh, I released something and people are inspired by it. So one idea I'm working on is this mass collaboration where mm. you get tons of artists in one place at one time and they all collaborate together just to have fun. It's like instead of on Saturday night people going drinking or smoking or like watching football or doing whatever, uh, what else? What else is there to do? And I think creative people love to experiment mm -hmm. without a goal. What if there's, there's no goal, there's no client, there's no anything, you just make stuff. And like that's some of the, the best stuff that ever comes out. So that's one of our new projects that we're working on. You guys. Uh, well, oh, he's gonna oh, be in yeah. it, but that's oh. it's one of the new companies. Am I? Oh shit. Yeah, he's gonna be in it. <laughs> yeah, but just like the idea of play, like the idea of uh, like you don't have a goal, you're just making something to make it, and like anything that any there's no rules because a lot of things like we work on a lot of stuff where it's for a client or it's for a specific thing where like okay, like say we're making a beat for UMT Raps. It has to be a certain way. Mm. It can't just be like you can't just stop the beat for six minutes and then start it again yeah. and like put like fairy sounds and whatever. <laughs> but if there was no goal, we could do whatever we wanted. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is people, especially artists, need more open-ended play where there's no fucking goal. It's yeah. just like whatever you make is the right thing. Yeah. And when and that happens is usually the best things. Yeah. Like that's that's when you actually like learn. That's. That's learning. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I think you also mentioned earlier, right? People give up too easily, too soon. Hell yeah. yeah. But how do you balance like making a living and also living your passion or creating art? You know, do well, you do you have to work two jobs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You okay? Like anything good in life is not easy, or else everybody would do it. You wanna be you wanna be a painter? That's cool. But no one's going to buy your paintings in the beginning. Mm. So you need another job to eat. But then if you keep working, someone's going to buy your painting for 50 ringgit and then 100 ringgit and True. then 1,000 ringgit. At some point, True. right? Yeah. But you, people give up before the, the first 50 ringgit. They're like, oh, I can't make any money. It's like, you didn't even fucking try. And also, it's supposed to be hard. Or else everyone would be a painter. Yeah. Everyone sit home and paint all day. Like, shout out to all my painter friends like, yeah. that make it because they're fucking gangsters. Sophia Haru, right? Yeah, yeah. Sophia's my homie and she's like a gangster. Uh, Justin Lim, like a few of my other friends, that's their main job. Mm -hmm. And that is not easy. Yeah. And they went through a lot of shit. You know they did to get yeah. to that point of like... Um, and also Bono, uh, who painted all these things. Bono, yeah. Now we're Yeah, she yeah. painted all this she stuff. Did she did this. Wow, she was too. featured as well. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's my homie. Cool. And she painted all this stuff. And Damn. Yeah. Shit. But also, I was like, I'm going to pay you to do this, to trick out our studio. And she's like, okay. Mm. And like that, you need to have two jobs. You need to hustle. Or else, just, you can give up, but know that you're going to just work at someone else's shit. 
the rest of your life. Because if you're not working on your dream, you are technically working on someone else's dream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you if you you can trick yourself like you're working, but not really though. Mm. Right. Right. If you think about it. Yeah. I mean, shit happens, and people have also people have hard situations like yo, mm. your parents sick, your whatever. You need to make real money, but then you can also steal away some time to work on your own stuff, and mm. it might take five years instead of one year. But you still do it. Mm. I just think people give up because it's hard. Yeah. Yo, but newsflash, everything good is hard. <laughs> yeah. Everything good is hard or else everybody would be a rapper or everyone would be everything. And great things take time, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put in the work and just... You, I guess you have to have faith in a way or be smart about it. Do you mm. think it's both or not really? It's both. That's luck. Yeah. Does luck play a part? I don't believe in luck. <laughs> I do a little bit. I do a little bit. You don't believe in any luck. I mean, I believe in opportunities and like fate, but mm. luck is. I mean, everything's written to me. Mm. It's just like whether you f- go f- buy it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Luck. Luck is. I don't know. I, I, that's just my. Point. I mean, okay. Yeah. Luck. Luck for me is not like. Uh, Winning the, the lottery. Yeah, like the opportunity can't like luck is not just like oh someone gave you this thing and now you're you're famous or now you no. have a career. It's like like I shot uh, that one uh, party, and it happened to be these that these dudes that were gonna turn into a huge company in Malaysia. It was yeah. the first party, totally random. <laughs> and then making a video is totally random, but the. The opportunity came. The luck was that I did it at that party. Mm. Not the luck was them asking me to do it. And I'd never done the next video. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Let me do it. Mm. And that was just like confidence to just try it and experiment. But don't you think that was fate? Fate it? I mean, I could have <laughs> just said, no, I don't do that. And then it wouldn't, there would be no fate. Like, I think, I think the thing about it is like, like, I believe in this thing called serendipity, which mm. is yeah. serendipity is like beautiful, hap- beautiful things happen. And then you can choose to do what you do with it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a little bit like um, control destiny. A little yeah. bit like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That you're in control of your destiny. Yeah. 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 And you have to make decisions to that destiny. Mm-hmm. Like people always say about like love, like, oh, I just met this girl at this party or mm. I met this girl at the library, whatever, and then it, I was like, fell in love with her. No, you fucking didn't. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. You met her and she was cute and she was cool. Yeah. But then you made a thousand decisions to hang out with her and to do extra and make this thing. And if you didn't, you wouldn't be in love. Yeah. So like, that's not, that's not love at first sight. It's a million tiny little decisions that you make. And the same thing with art. Like, you have these opportunities come up and the more you work on it, the more you put yourself in the right place, like the more you're... Being in the right place yeah. at the right time, right? You and gotta just making more stuff. Like the more stuff you make, the more experiments you have. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's, if, uh, if we collab on something, mm. which we did, but like say, say we make a, a song uh, coming up, like say we just, we're gonna, we were supposed to work tonight, but we're both busy. <laughs> but uh, say we work on something, we put out some remixes of stuff. Someone's like, oh, um, maybe the artist is like, yo, I like that remix. Can you guys make another remix for me? Totally random. That's not really what we're doing is making remixes for people, but maybe we do. And then that leads to something else, something else. But it's because we got together and did it and put it out. It's not because we told people we're going to remix some song. Mm -hmm. We just did it. Mm -hmm. Like, now the internet's so crazy. Like, I've been working on this uh, Whitney Houston remix for a while. (laughs) Um, And I love it. It's fucking dope. It's my favorite shit that I've been working on. She's dead. She does not live anymore, alive anymore. But say, uh, uh, put it out, and then on social media, people tag it. And then on her thing, like, someone who owns their estate or whatever, uh, the record company is like, yo, 
they repost it. Mm. Like RCA repost it. Like a million people are gonna watch that thing yeah. and listen to it. Or like Diplo repost it. Mm. Oh, this you gotta hear this remix. All hell breaks loose. And that that's a big change of of thing. And that's just from effort. Mm. I didn't no one came to me. I went to them. And that's the that's the effort. Difference. Effort is a key. Yeah, and releasing, making stuff. Keep on creating stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Speaking of business side of things with creative, yeah. um, as a creative, like when do you know and when is the best time to charge someone or mm. when yeah, and when when do you think is the best time to like put a value or a raise in your art? Yeah, yeah I, w- I would like to know that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yo, first off, right, you got to give away. It's like it's like anything you got to give away for free, right? Yeah, yeah. In the beginning. Yeah, definitely. So like, that's a good question. When does it stop being free? Yeah. Like when do you just go help out your homies? Yeah. And then when do you actually start charging? Yeah. Well, what's the answer? <laughs> the answer is what? Is how big the song becomes? Or like, okay, what if it's like you have a track record, right? Yeah. Uh, so say you produce a beat for somebody, yeah. that song becomes super popular. Yeah. So then the next one you do, you charge them for them. If you do it for them again. Yeah. Or no? What do you think? Uh, if if it was me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like for me, it's before they approach me, I'll ask them why do you want to work with me, hmm. because it's it's you could get any other producer to do it for you, mm. but why would you want to work with me? Like, it must be like, you understand what I do. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. What, where were we, was it going with this? Uh, it was like, okay, when do you stop being like friend price, which is free? Yeah, into, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess for me, I'm a, I'm, it's a little different because I've been hustling for a long time and mm-hmm. it's my job, job, job. Yeah. And like, if someone wants me to work on music for them, it's different. Yeah. But if someone wants me, like people all the time, are like, hey, can you shoot my, our music video? Because we love making weird shit. This is uh, for kicks. For kicks, okay. yeah. But I'm also like, yo, we have a real company. Like, it's not just a friend. I can't give you a friend price. Like, we do for real shit. Like, you know, we work with like Ari Show, we really other people. So if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. Yeah. We're not just gonna do like some like side piece. Mm. Um, so it's hard. I basically say no to everyone. Yeah. I don't do it. <laughs> I guess. I guess. If it, it, well, the, the only thing is like, like time, and also don't fuck with my money. Yeah, like it's a for real thing. Like don't like we make real money. So if I do your video, I have to say no to real money. Yeah. So if you're gonna give me three thousand ringgit, it's not gonna happen, and that's just some real shit. If you want to just come and have fun and play and experiment, then it's I'm cool with it. But the thing about video, as all video people know. You shoot it is one thing. Then the editing is crazy. Color editing, like exporting, doing whatever it takes fucking forever. It takes yeah. a lot of hours, man. It's insane, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. insane. I guess anything with production, though. Yeah. Like, even with audio, you make it and then like you got to mix it and you got to master it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's just like, it's the same thing. Mm. So I, I would just say like at some point after, okay, say you make a song for someone and they release it. The next time they come back to you, hey, let's make another song. Mm. Like you can be like, hey, I also got to, like, I think people have to be more honest. Artists got to be more honest yeah. about making money. Because, like, say, like, uh, like Bono, helped paint, she painted this thing. I didn't say, hey, can you do it for free? I was like, how much can we pay you yeah. to do it? 
And then she was like, oh, this much money? And I was like, oh, how much is this much? We negotiated a little bit, but I was like, okay, I want you to get paid too. Yeah. This is her job. Mm-hmm. So if someone's going to make something, you can be like, hey, yo, this, if, this is my job. And yeah. how much, like, how about this much money? Yeah. And I think the big thing is people have to stop feeling weird about talking about money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? It's common courtesy. If you say, hey, can you just give me a thousand bucks to work on this thing? Like, to produce this track. Yeah. Right? It's not that much money, but it's also, that's like kind of your rent. Yeah. And then you do that thing and you're much more excited to do it because yeah. you're getting paid. Mm. So I think that people have to stop feeling weird about talking about money, artists. Just yeah. say it. Even yeah. if it's your friends, they can just say no. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have that. It's like, all right, well, maybe you find someone else to do it. Yeah. Or like, maybe we just do it for fun or whatever. But at least you have the conversation. Mm. Yeah. And they know the next time, the third time they come back, they have to come back with money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised how, how fast people come up with money when they need to. And yeah. in, in your case, right, with, with people offering you money and all that, and when, do you, when can you tell the difference whether you want to take up a project or not, if the money is equal? Oh. You know, the money is equal. Like, how do you, how do you accept a project mostly these days? For the days? company? Yeah. Oh, well, for case is a different beast. I mean, we've been hustling so long that we don't do little projects. We do huge things, like campaigns, like whole five videos and like an installation and some other stuff so it's a really different vibe mm. um, like it's not friend price right. for AirAsia I love you AirAsia but it's not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not friend price for them um, and then yeah I think I think does is it interesting to us mm. like do we actually get excited about the project mm. um, like we have a project a few projects now that I'm really excited about doing um, and we'll take less money because it's cooler yeah, yeah like we'll accept less money I, that's not the goal to accept less money but if we do yeah, we'll do it. The project must be really interesting, yeah? Yeah, and we have to flex on it. Like, is it something where people are going to be like, this is mm. fucking fresh? Yeah. Mm. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be interested in that. If it's yeah. another TVC, eh, yeah. I'm not oh. so interested. We'll do it to pay the rent. Yeah. 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 If the money's right, then yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing, like, uh, I was going to talk about is, like, transitioning to a working artist, right? Mm. Like, we, both, we just talked about this recently. Like, like you're going to do stuff you don't like just real shit you're gonna do stuff you don't like to make money and it might you you have this idea when you go into being an artist of like a musician or a a filmmaker or whatever like I'm this purist like I only make this stuff I only use analog I only do this every stuff but yo that that goes out the window when you need to eat like Mm. you need to eat like you literally have no money you need to eat how do you eat so at some point and, and also you go from that that's like what I call like 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 fake money mm. is just eating money. And then there's real money, which is, okay, you save money, you can go on a trip. You save money, you can buy a new car. Exactly. Like that's real money. So like to get to that point, you also got to do some, some hard shit. Mm. And, and your, all your work can't just be TVCs yeah. and, and just Milo ads and stuff. But mm. Yeah, like exactly like for the past six months, like I had a job. Mm. I, mean, I, I, I recently like, quit my job because like, I'm starting off my new studio and stuff mm. but I was a sound designer for a children's book company yeah. that was I mean it was fun but it was a job mm. <laughs> yeah. so yeah you kind of have to like, like compromise said, yeah, right you gotta compromise you gotta, yeah. you gotta know you gotta have a job that is for your sustainability mm. you gotta have that yeah. if not then your life's just gonna be like all over the place yeah yeah 
But even during that time, that's when we worked on the yeah, MTV yeah. raps. That's, that's when we did yeah. the other stuff. He's also making other beats, doing other stuff for other yeah. stuff. He didn't stop doing what he was so doing. So always before. be doing other things, even you have oh, other yeah. responsibilities. Stay on your hustle. Cash yeah. flow, cash flow. Cash flow. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stay conscious about these, or you, because like, yeah. it's easy to just sway. Hell right? yeah. I mean, we could just do TBCs, mm. yeah. uh, kicks. That's, we could do that and make more money than we're making. But I think everyone would quit mm. eventually. Everyone in the company would quit because. Mm. That's not what we really do. And also, I would just get bored. I would yeah. just not yeah. really do it. Yeah, like, definitely. Oh, there's a different... Also, I think it's different. Like, if you don't have kids yet... Like, I don't have kids. He doesn't have kids. Like, if you don't have kids, then it's a, a different kind of vibe. Like, you can take more risks. Yeah. And that's the time to do it, is to take more risks when you don't have a family. Mm. You know, when your parents aren't really old, you need to take care of them. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. If you guys weren't creatives, you're not musician, filmmaker, musician yourself, producer, and whatnot, what would you be, you think? Doctor, uh, a cook. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Damn, <laughs> that's a really good one, though. I maybe, I maybe be a teacher. Like yeah. I think I could be a teacher, like a good like like high school, middle school teacher. You know, like really avant-garde, weird. Like like everybody stand up, everybody sit down. Okay, like and like have some like weird. We all run outside for some point I'm trying to make or something. Yeah. Like I think I'd be into that. Like I think I do want to do that when a I'm teacher. older. As a teacher. Teacher, yeah. yeah. How about yourself, bro? Sell weed. <laughs> there you go. Simple. Okay. Um, if you could have a cup of coffee with any dead musician, Ooh. they have to be dead, already died, past yeah, tense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who would it be, and what kind of conversation mm. would you have with them over that cup of coffee? Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like. What would you say? What would you ask him? I would like, yo. What do I ask? Many things. <laughs> like, one question I would really like to ask him. But definitely Michael Jackson, because growing up, he was a big, 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 big inspiration to me. Yeah. Like, the way that he was uh, somewhat like a rock star, mm. but still, like, like, still so, like, I wouldn't say innocent, but very, like, childish mm. in his ways. Like, very, like, kid-like. Like, how did he maintain that? Like, if, I'm pretty sure people judge him for that. Like, always being, like, with that, like, young spirit. Mm. Like, yeah. How did he handle that as a person? Yeah. I think I'll ask him that. Nice. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I did, I'd definitely be at that as well, but <laughs> I think I'd get another one. Um... Uh, the thing I was thinking about Michael Jackson is cool is like just a vibe on that is that he he's like a super pop star yeah uh, I mean Lady Gaga has a similar idea where it's like they're so weird but they just channel it into their thing yeah mm -hmm. like Michael Jackson make a 15 minute long video with all this weird stuff and like he, he's like a giant statue of himself and like it's just he's just so strange yeah. but then he channels it into his weird pop art which I really like um I don't know. In terms of musicians, I don't know. I don't think I would. I don't think I have a. <laughs> I don't think I go with a musician. I would definitely. Uh, I have a few like Da Vinci. Leonardo Da Vinci is one of my like super inspirations. Art like wise. inventor. Yeah. Um, like I love inventors. Tesla. Nikola Tesla is yeah. one of my heroes. Like yo, yeah. Just like yeah. gangster. Gangster. Change the world. Yeah. Um, I think those two. I like I like how you like no musicians. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I music mean, is, not, music is cool, but that's yeah. not what my brain thinks in yeah, yeah. music. Uh, 
like I think I'd want to play music mm. with some people for sure. Like mm. I want to play with Jimi Hendrix. Mm. Yeah. I want to play with like Michael Jackson. I want to play with these other people. Mm. But in terms of like talking, mm. we want to talk to like an inventor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. This is this is where I actually give you guys like sort of like a break, but sort of flip the script in return, flipping the script, okay. and let you have a chance to ask me any question. Yeah, Adli, man. Interesting. Man, yeah. Ask me any question, one or two question that you guys have in mind. Remix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything um, at all. Okay. Uh, Go for it, guys. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, um, besides this Hello Copy Camilo stuff, yeah. what's your future endeavors? Like, future. Wh- where are you heading in the next, like, five years? Okay. How do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, I see myself, I'm a working, I'm working on my craft in the sense where I am an actor. Um, yeah, so I want to be a better actor. I would see myself... This is dumb, but this is straight up, straight up dream, like a dreamer perspective, right? Yeah. I would see myself on Netflix for sure, yeah. like as yeah, an actor. Show, like uh, no, 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 as an actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah on on a yeah. show, yeah, 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 on a film or something. And yeah, it is possible, and it will happen. Visualization, Are you writing? writing stuff as well, or? Um, not not my forte. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we 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 write our own stuff as well as a fashion. Cool. We studied that, but it wouldn't be my forte. But in getting there, it's like I'm doing theater now, trying to do short films as well, trying to get into. But more of getting myself prepared for the the moment, for the opportunity. You know, for like you guys mentioned, um, luck, right? For that. Yeah, that opening. So I will see. I see myself as an actor, man. Hopefully. That's dope. Yeah. Like, what movie, as an actor, what movie would you have wanted to be in in the what? past? Like, yeah. you watch the movie, you're like, I wish I was in this movie. Or TV show. TV show. Like, what kind of vibe would it be? Peaky Blinders. Oh, shit. Yeah, nice. that kind of vibe. That's cool. Imagine if you can see the settings, like, probably Malaysian settings, gangster settings, but more towards, like, Subtle gangster, you know, not so much of like a um, bunohan, you know, you know, like <laughs> over so the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, not so spiritual, like more not Chinatown gangster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so something in a new wave. I hope, man. That's cool. I, there's gonna be opportunities. There's gonna be a new and upcoming actors. You know, like like how you see in the rap. Yeah. Like so all of a sudden, everyone is rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be one phase in life where suddenly there's gonna be emerging. Actors all over, really? and I, I see myself as one of them when the mm. time comes. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna happen with Netflix also as mm. they make more local content. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's gonna be a lot more local shows mm. as well. With with this Hello Hello Copy Camilo is like, I, I like talking to people, man. If you yeah. think about it, when was the last time you had an in- uninterrupted conversation with someone documented? Oh. Documented? Never. Yeah, Never. if you think about it. <laughs> I mean, we talk about stuff a lot. That's one of the yeah. things that, that I wanted uh, Asuka to come as well on this one was like, when we were hanging out making stuff, we just talked about shit forever also mm. after yeah. it. Like There's more talking than... Than like, making yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then we're like, all right, let's go back to making stuff. <laughs> and like that kind of idea. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. I think like talking about art is interesting. And then, because also it's really hard. 
like we were saying before, like it's really tough. Mm -hmm. And like I have huge respect for anyone who is a working artist and huge respect for anyone who has a company, like mm -hmm. owns a fucking company. Mm -hmm. God damn, it's insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know. You guys don't have like staff at your company, but maybe you will eventually at the studio. You might know. Yeah, but you like, might. Nah, like for yeah. now, I can't. I can't afford to pay. No, I'm saying eventually, yeah, yeah, two yeah. years from now, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like the difference of becoming like, oh, I'm good at editing. To I'm gonna teach someone else how I like to edit and get their vibe. Yeah, mix that in. That's a totally different world. Mm. Yeah, and then and then making money and. Um, yeah, but it's cool. It's cool. And then mm. also just that hustle. Like, I appreciate anyone who's been hustling at something for many years because mm. it's not easy. To mm. stick to something and just yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard. By the way, I make killer coffee, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. People don't usually say that. People don't. People are all humble about their own craft, right? Nice. But I'm telling you, I'm like, I make good coffee. Good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. One day, one day, if you I have like a chance, it. yeah. Um, if you, who you would like to see to be featured on this podcast, man? If you have all the power in the world to make decision for me. Oh, in Malaysia. Yeah, um, realistically, I guess. Malaysia or Asia? I don't know. Up to you, man. Be creative about it. Like uh, I don't know, like. Um, Yo, you Anyone? should really uh, interview this guy called Fox. He's oh, from Singapore. Fox, Fox is cool. I've he's heard cool. of him though. He's the one who makes and mastered Alice. Yo, he produced for Bagel. Uh, the oh, whole yeah, yeah, the whole album, album right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Nice. He is a person that um, I'm going through this second phase of. I came from a very like uh, electronic background music. Mm. He came from a very like band, and but he also produced uh, experimental music, like electronic music, mm. but. Uh, he, me and him, when we've never like we we, we did lah like recently, but the first few times we hung out, we didn't even make music. We just talked about shit for like yeah. And I'm pretty sure he would. You have a great conversation. With yeah, him. he's That's a awesome. he's a he has that guru vibe. Yeah, yeah, he's like guru guru vibe. Fox, <laughs> shout out to Fox. Yeah, 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 definitely check him out. Check him okay, out. Okay, I will. Yeah, That's dope. Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of creative people. Mm. Um, I think... Um, hmm, I'm trying to think on, about on Yo. Also, Yo MTV Raps, we had a thousand people. Mm. Like, there's a thousand rappers. Uh, and other people on it. <laughs> um, I would say... Uh, I mean, shit. Everyone who was featured on it was really cool. Um, I think uh, the, the female rapper, Suboy, was really dope. Suboy's dope. And then she's just also like a thinker, like a weirdo. She's super weird. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> uh, and so she, if you get her on, she's really cool. Um, um, I think uh, Adam, who is uh, Yuna, Yuna's husband. Adam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he is the director. And he actually flipped from, uh, he was working at Reservoir Films mm -hmm. for a long time. And then he flipped to his own, his own thing. And then he's been doing all her stuff and just killing it and doing his own stuff. It's really cool. I think he would be a good one. Um, just talk about like, like art and business and and like creation is really cool, um, and then I think you should have some young nuggets who just started yeah. doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. people who are just excited about making stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. cool. But I think also this this having multiple people is cool. Do you feel like time only revolves around when you're in, tw in your twenties? Like time is running out. Life starts. Of after 20 yeah. 20 well, you is guys like, are wise wise guys I mean it's just like also 20s you don't know what the fuck you're doing yeah like you literally are like you're all trying this trying that and also you're not really good at anything I mean real shit like mm. 
like you're just not good you're excited but you're not really good at what you mm. want to do so it takes that all of the 20s to do it and then to get your hustle down to start making money to start doing this thing yeah, um, yeah. definitely definitely yeah mm. like I'm excited to be 30 but I'm also like shit I'm getting old but it's just yeah. transition it's, it's just the transition but like I feel like the real life life starts for me lah at least yeah, yeah. <laughs> remain a good person like through all that yeah yeah, yeah. remain yeah because you can be good at and yeah and be Kanye <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah because you can be good at stuff but then if you're an asshole it's really yeah yeah. it's hard man being humble is important right of course yeah. yeah of course and good to people and like try just try to be good to people mm. like you won't always be good to people but at least that's your goal yeah because mm. if your goal is just to make to be as famous as possible or as make the best stuff then you can just shit on everyone and then burn every bridge and make stuff but it's not really how you want to do it mm. in my opinion yeah you know? okay, one last advice to the listeners out there who want to get started perhaps they have different endeavors right they want to they want a job at kicks for example or they want to create something meaningful they want to be remembered they want to start something new they want to um like convince their parents that they want to make music they want to like a lot of things that they want to but they are not there yet what one last or two three pieces of advice that you have for the listeners out there who have looked up to you from afar for a long time you never knew man your followers like you know out of nowhere right there's a kid from you know indonesia there's a kid from sabah wherever right who's looking up to you right now what would you say to them what would be the last punch dose of inspiration that crack that you pass around to them yeah I, I guess just do it and do your best like don't overthink too much because that's 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 always a that's always a killer if you kind of like oh what if what if what if just start just start everyone has to start somewhere yeah and in terms <coughs> of like making stuff yeah the stuff you make in the beginning is not going to be as good as what you hear in your head. Mm. You're going to, from your head, you're so excited, and then what you make out of your fingertips is not that good. Mm. And that's why people give up, because it's not that good. Like, the first five f- films you make, not going to be good. Yeah. The, first, the first five songs you make, not going to be good. Yeah. They're just not. There's no way around it. No one starts off as a pro. Zero people. Zero no percent. Zero percent. No one starts No one's first pro. song is ever good. No. It's just, yeah. that's how it goes. No one's first video is ever good. Yeah. But like, once you get over that hump and like keep making stuff. Um, so like, my thing would be experiment. Make tons of experiments. Collaborate with people and make experiments. And don't try to make anything good at first. Yeah. Just experiment and learn learn how to do it and have fun with it never stop learning yeah yeah never stop learning that's one of the keys yeah no matter if you you feel like you've reached like your highest peak never stop learning because that will be the end of your creativity if you never stop learning yeah yeah and make more make more experiments all the time yeah like on a weekend instead of just going and chilling with your friends and doing nothing be like yo we should make a, a, a movie yeah let's make a two minute movie and they're like really and you're like yeah Okay, let's try. Doesn't matter. We don't need a script. Let's just do it and experiment and try yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or like, let's just make this weird video. Let's make this weird thing. Like a lot of times, I say people. Like that's one thing I'll say is like, uh, people have told me before I came here in Malaysia, and this is some real shit. 
that Malaysians are lazy. They just be like, yo, Malaysians are lazy. Especially and Malay people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what people say, and that's what people say here also. And that's not what I think. I actually think it's that people in Malaysia give up. They have ideas. I've heard the most amazing ideas from people. Then they don't do them. Ideas for restaurants, ideas for songs, for movies. For They just don't write the script. They don't make the thing. They don't do it. And there's reasons why people don't do things. But a lot of times I see people just give up on their ideas. And, the, and that level of hustle is like, yo, if you have a good idea, and you think it's good, it is good. Keep pushing through and make it work. Like nothing's going to be easy, but if you have a good idea, keep trying it, keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Part of goal, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ju- Thank you for being part of Hello Hello Kopi Camilo Podcast. Yeah. You guys are legends. These are documented and will forever be discovered by the new generations and the this generations is for after you. that. Youngins. Yeah. 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 Thank you, guys. Oh, man. Right. This is okay. Yeah. Thanks, man. Oh. Yeah, guys, one question though. Coffee or Milo, man? Coffee all the way, homie. Kopi, yeah? I need the kopi. I need it. Milo is filled with sugar. Milo podcast. Milo Fico. Thank you so much. Shout out to our boy Adli, who's been helping. Adli! I thought it was cool, man. That was like the longest conversation I had uninterrupted. Of all time. Yeah, exactly.